0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Bell line, the fastest and easiest way to Bell all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing, and college basketball has March Madness. The tournament is here, and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest, as Bellline is the spot for all your bracketology needs. BetterLine has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus as your on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. From rare dead stock to latest release... You can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. In partnership with eBay, Armchair Me will be wrapping off four custom made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31st through eBay.com sneakers will enter you in a drawing for a one-on-one pair of Air Force One Low Tops. Just send a screenshot of your purchase to at ArmchairMe on Twitter or Instagram. Welcome in, you guys, to our Pit Panther Rants, another our Sports Rants podcast. Vlad Harris, your host, brought to you by our chair media. Hashtag, take a seat. Well, guys, we have the Elite Eight, and as we're now down to eight teams. And this has been kind of an odd March Madness. I don't I don't know, it's just, I haven't really watched much, much with, um, uh, This time around. And. Well, for one thing, I guess maybe it's because, well, there's no Big East, no ACC teams left. They're all gone. I mean, Florida State was the last holdout and. And Syracuse, let's not forget them. As they lost to Houston. I mean, look at who we have left. We have Gonzaga, USC, Michigan, UCLA, Baylor, Arkansas, Oregon State, and Houston. Kind of a weird, well, weird group of teams, but let's see here. We got one, two, three, three-packed, three-packed, uh, ten-packed, twelve-teams, One Big Ten, one Big 12, one SEC, and one mid-major, West Coast Conference, Gonzaga. We got Gonzaga playing USC. Michigan playing UCLA. Baylor playing Arkansas. And Oregon State facing Houston. As... um, Calvin Sampson's, you know, he's back in the tournament. I mean, it's no surprise. I mean, it's Calvin Sampson, but still. But looking at the um, one-sided bracket with the West and East, Gonzaga faces USC. I don't know. I mean, uh, USC's been playing pretty hot. I mean, well, look who they've played. I mean, they beat Kansas, and Kansas obviously wasn't great. USC really has been challenged a whole lot. I mean, they, they beat Oregon pretty good. They beat, they destroyed Kansas, and they beat Drake. So they haven't really been challenged, but, well, neither has Gonzaga. I mean, Gonzaga played Norfolk State. They beat Oklahoma, and they beat Creighton. So neither one of these guys has been challenged. So this is obviously going to be a close game, I think. that's just how I feel. I mean, this game is going to be close because neither one of these guys has been challenged and that's how it's going to go. But I could be wrong. Then we got Michigan-UCLA and UCLA, you know, they beat Alabama in overtime to get the Elite Eight. They gave up like a buzzer beater three-pointer. And we'll get into the whole meme I put out there about um, UCLA and and you know a certain basketball coach. But Michigan UCLA, Michigan probably I think is gonna wipe them out. I think it'll be too much. Baylor Arkansas. Now this is gonna be a good one as well because Baylor had to go through Hartford. Well Hartford sucked but they played they had to play Wisconsin and Wisconsin's always a tough draw. Then they had to play J. Ray and Villanova, you know. They, they had to grind out that win. Arkansas had to, um, well, they had Texas Tech in the Brown two. That was, that was a tough game because Chris Beard. But then they had to play Oral Roberts, and they beat them by two, and they were down for most of that game. I mean, when you when you got to play a mid-major but it ha- that has nothing to lose, like an Oral Roberts or a little Chicago, that's a big thing. You know, I just wonder why, where these mid-majors were when Pitt was, you know, in the tournament. You know, when Pitt had to play these majors and they, they, you know, they had some, you know, these mid-majors had games out their ass or they, or they had some player who just came out of nowhere and became a lottery pick or, you know, became a big star. It always happened to Pitt no matter what. It just always happened. Oregon State, um faces Houston as Jeff um, not Jeff long Who, who's the uh, person in that uh, that screwed us over really bad um, not Jeff long oh he's uh, I mean I, I'm guess I'm happy I, I forgot his name but oh that's right Scott Barnes. Scott Barnes is in is just is obviously enjoying the, the elite eight. Must be nice after what um, you know he did the pit. Replacing them with a um, you know. Don't mind me, I'm pouring my coffee. As you know, he decided to um, you know he was so excited about hiring Kevin Stallings as our new coach to replace a longtime coach at Pitt. Probably one of the best coaches we've ever had at Pitt. Yep. With Kevin Stallings. And then he bolts for Oregon State. And obviously he's living La Vida Loca now because now he's in the Elite Eight. He gets to enjoy that, whereas we haven't been back to to the tournament since he took over as uh, AD. You know, it's just a short tenure here as AD. I'm not sure if he was AD 2016. 20, I don't think he was AD then. Because let's see, 20 when they when he when the Panoradians started 2014. 20, yeah, he was. Um, I take that back. He was still AD when Pitt was. Uh, you know, they, they they made the tournament one last time. But ever since he made the Stallings hire, Pitt has not been back. And well, whereas Scott got to leave and. No, he's on easy street, I guess. Yeah, it sucks. But they're gonna face Houston, and I hope Houston wipes them off the planet. I mean, we're looking at a Houston Baylor final four game, and possibly Gonzaga and Michigan. I like to see Gonzaga win it all because I think it'd be an awesome story for Mark. You know, from in terms of Mark Few. I mean the guy's been against Zaga forever. And we always thought of him as a you know, for a while in a tournament he he had some, you know, issues where he just, you know he had good teams and then they would go out in the first or second round. I mean but they played for the title not too long ago and now they're here. And he's done a hell of a job with them. I mean I most coaches would have left and took bigger jobs, but he hasn't. But I'm probably going to go with, let's see, hmm. I think I like a Zag in the final against. Hmm. Probably Baylor. I think Gonzaga and Baylor. I like to see Gonzaga win it all. I like. I think. Part of me thinks Michigan may beat them, but because you know, I think the NCAA would love to have Michigan in the finals because it's good for TV ratings. Although I think a lot of the, a lot of people love to see Gonzaga because they've always been a great story. I mean, for the longest time, they've always been a great story. But you know, the NCAA likes certain things, and so I'm sure a Michigan Baylor final final would be up the rally. So I can, you know I can see that happening. I mean, either, I mean, probably winner of Michigan ucla Well, if UCLA somehow beats Michigan, I don't see them getting past Gonzaga. So, or you know, USC USC can beat Gonzaga. I mean, there's some, there's plenty of there's plenty of possibilities here for the NC, you know, for the final. Now, speaking of um, this whole March Madness thing, I um, I posted a tweet. About um, I had a picture of Jimmy Dixon, you know, like, sitting like he's just, you know, either deep thought or something. And I just said, and then the caption said, that was my lead eight. I should be coaching them. Damn buyouts. And I got a like from Dave Wonstadt. And I'm not sure, you know. Maybe Dave just thought it was funny or maybe Dave, you know, you know, Dave worked, was at Pitt for a while when Jamie was there. So maybe he knows something that we don't. I'm not sure, but I just thought that was humorous. I mean, I did talk to Mac Engel. Not really talk, I, we exchanged we emails because he wrote an article about how TCU has not been the same since Jamie Dixon tried to go to UCLA. And he's correct. But you know, Mac understands why um, Jamie wanted to go to UCLA. His family's there, and they're getting old. And you know, I can understand that. And plus, if UCLA gives you a call, you you gotta take the call. And if they want to hire you, you may you gotta go. I mean, that's just how it goes. That they call, you go. But one thing that um, Mac mentioned to me is what's been happening with Jamie is he's lost players, and he, the way the NCAA is now is you got you gotta recruit players and flip them, or if you get transfers, you gotta flip them, and, and they gotta be able to play. They gotta be able to contribute and play right away, because you know because players just leave now. I mean, and that's basically that's basically what's was, what's was kind of Jamie's undoing at pit at the at the end. He lost the whole recruiting class, and he was scrambling to find players. And at one point, he was bringing guys that they just weren't good. They were just bodies. And you got to be able to bring guys who can play right away, that can contribute. And as we all know, if you remember how Jamie's system was, you'd have a lot of guys who maybe took two to three, two to three years, sometimes four years to develop in his system. And the, and it doesn't help you when you're losing players, you because you, you don't have much time to develop them. That's just uh, yeah, that's just how things have changed in the NCAA. I mean, with the, with the transfer portal and all, just so much has changed now, and it's it's hard to keep you know it's hard to keep guys around for extended periods of time. I mean, if they are not getting playing time, they're going to they're going to go elsewhere now, freely. I mean, I don't think we'd have been able to survive early in, early in, this, early in Dixon's years with the way the portal is now. I mean, plenty of those guys, I think probably would have left and went somewhere else for playing time. Thank God they didn't. Thank God it didn't happen, but it's just a lot's changed, and it's not that, it's not that Jamie's a bad coach. He's a great, you know. He's a great game day coach. We've we, we've seen it. I mean, he's he's had his he's had his blunders in the tournament. We know. I think if he was the coach of UCLA, when Bama hit that tying three, if it was him, they would have hit the three and they would have they would have got fouled probably, and they would hit the they would hit the, the free throw and then went to the lead eight because that's just how it goes. Whatever all, I mean, he probably was a nice guy, great coach. And it's been five years now since he's left Pitt. Um, Yeah, last week was five years since Jamie Dixon left Pitt. And looking back at it, was it a bad idea to let him go? I mean, sure it was. I mean, if you look at it now, I mean, what decisions were made. I mean, let's be honest, he did have his one foot out the door. I mean, he had his foot out the door for a while. Probably since uh, Peterson left, he had his foot at the door, and he was looking to go, and of course, you know, Scott Barnes basically let him go, and they and lowered his buyout and said, hey, yeah, you can have him. And... Um, he went back to TCU to work for Dalconi and Shaka Smart as you know has left um, Texas and Dalconi needs a coach does Dalconi take a look at Jamie Dixon possibly but I don't think Jamie is going to be a, a, a sell for Texas because he hasn't done well in the last two years I mean this past year he has first losing season ever in his career so I don't think he's going to be a good sell for Texas, who who basically you know loves Wagner football coaches. I mean, Tom Herman was supposed to be the next uh, best thing. I mean, he was the prodigy of you know of um, of Mac Brown, and look what happened. I mean, I always feared if we let Jamie go that it'd be disastrous because looking at our football hires, a basketball hire be much as disastrous. And it was. We were placed with, I mean, we could have went with a very underwhelming hire like a, like a coaching assistant, like an assistant coach. Instead, we went with Kevin Stallings. And, you know, Stallings, he was never really welcomed to Pitt and It's because we were all shocked that you know, we went through this whole process and that was who we ended up with. And he comes and the, the, the team falls apart after the Duquesne loss and recruiting fell apart. I mean, although he did have... Marcus Carr and Parker Stewart turned out to be really good players, although... Parker Stewart's having some issues now because he's transferring now because um, Archie Miller got fired. I mean... Archie was supposed to be, you know, the unsung hero in Indiana. And not that Archie's a bad coach. I mean, it's it's Indiana, and of course, ever since Bob Knight left, they haven't really been the same. I mean, Mike Davis got Indiana to the to the finals, and they ended up firing him anyway. But yeah, overall, I have some regrets over letting Jamie go, and. I think maybe if we keep Jamie, I don't know. I think he gets us back to the tournament. But the way the portal's going, I'm not sure. I mean, he's he's getting paid pretty well at TCU, and TCU has more money to give to him than we do, and although we have the ACC money. But Texas got a lot of, uh, TCU's got plenty of you know, oil and gas, you know, a lot of rich guys that loves, love their sports. I mean, I, and, and plus, Jamie's got the whole state of Texas, lots of basketball talent to tap from. He's got the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So he's got a pretty, he's got much more fertile ground to recruit from than he, do, than he did to Pitt. Pitt, had, he had to go, you know, New York and when the Big East, when we left the Big East, he had to go down down to the whole coastal find fine players. So, I mean, it's not like he's, it's not like he's struggling, you know, he's, he has a hard down there, and he's got plenty, <laughs> he's got a big recruiting landscape, but looking back, it was, yeah, you know, lambville wasn't a great idea, and, but I understand why he left, I mean, when you have a new boss, you know, do you stay with your new boss? I mean, obviously, you're not gonna, you may not mesh well, and he went to go over for Delcone. So, they're buddies, and that just happens. And, guys, let me tell you about Ben Online. It's the fastest easy way to on all your sports action. The Elite Eight starts tonight... And BetAlign has you covered for all that, all the spreads. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. It's free to sign up. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetAlign, your, on your online sportsbook expert. Of course, I jumbled that. And also, guys, don't forget eBay. Rare dead stock, latest releases. And, of course... Armchair Media is raffling off four custom made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31st for eBay.com slash sneakers or anything you're drawing for one on one pair of Air Force One low tops. Just send a screenshot of your purchase to Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram. And of course, also with eBay sneakers, they have the authenticity guarantee that where they where they check your sneakers to make sure they're legit and you're not getting some knockoffs. And it's free to sell sneakers on eBay as well. If, you, if you're selling for $100 or more, they're not going to hit you with any fees like most people do. So go check out, you guys, ebay.com slash sneakers. Now, Pitt did land a uh, player last week. They landed a transfer from Hawaii by the name of Mel Melke Stovall. And I uh, did some reading up on him. He's obviously close with Brendan Marion. The, he's the wide receiver coach at Pitt now who came from Hawaii, from, you know, from Todd Graham. He gives me a lot of um, he gives me a lot of uh, DJ Turner vibes. He seems like he's a big play, big play guy. Because I mean, DJ Turner obviously had some potential, Maryland. He had his flashes, and he never really got a. Um, a good chance, and I think, of course, towards the end of Turner's career at uh, Maryland, he just, um, I don't think he played it last year, I think, because he had some issues, and he came to the pit and tore it up. And I think if, um, the way you know, with Mark Whipple, who loves to throw the ball, I think that, um, Marquise may have an opportunity here, and I think he does definitely, to me, he does definitely have a, um, just ring about him. He's, he gives me the same vibe from what DJ Turner did for us, where he just. DJ was a monster in the second half of the season. But, you know, I love I love the wide receiver depth, and I'll take it any way I can. But, yeah. And, of course, spring football is in session, but we've. Yeah, they've. Um, They've had to stop here and there because of COVID, and that's just going to be, you know, things we have to deal with. I mean, as far you know, with the whole um, the whole COVID thing. I mean, the country's country is opening up. I mean, I can say down here in Houston, it's definitely opened up. I mean, it's ever since the government let the restrictions. I mean, there's, there's more traffic on the road. I mean, it's basically, you know, more people are getting vaccinated too. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's just definitely... You know, you know how it's going to be. But... All I can hope for is that... Less cases... And people staying safe, you know... Let's hope that you know, definitely 2021 is much more bigger and brighter. hopefully, we're seeing them you know, in arenas and stadiums and whatnot. I doubt be seeing any arenas or stadiums. Not because you know I'm scared. It's because well, I don't think like, I don't think like buying the tickets and paying for parking. i would rather just watch it on TV. But that's just me. Anyways, guys, I have nothing much to add today, so I'll let I'll leave you here. Have okay, a great week.